If you're out on the road Feeling like you want a podcast <laughs> All you, you have, have to, to do, do is Type in drunk of the book And you'll find us <laughs> Where you lead <laughs> We will be there Anywhere That you, you want, want us to, to. <laughs> Olivia. Hi, Ashley. Welcome to Drunk of the Book Club. A podcast for lonely drunk bookcasters. Cheers! Cheers. Ding, 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 ding. (laughs) (laughs) What are you Mm. drinking? I'm drinking a nice black cherry white claw. So fancy. fancy. Yeah, very classy. (laughs) What about you? I am drinking... A bubble bath hard smoothie, pina colada flavor, <laughs> from Alvarado Street Brewery. Sponsor us, please. Local <laughs> brewery to the Monterey Peninsula. <laughs> you know, when you mentioned that before we started recording, I thought that sounded nasty. And then you showed it to me, and it looks very delicious. <laughs> it is very delicious. It is essentially just a sparkling seltzer yes. with fruit juices. Of yeah. Pineapple and coconut. Lovely. It's really good. I really did imagine like a naked juice, but in a can in alcoholic. <laughs> it's like, oh, no. No, it is like fully sweet. Like, it's, yeah. It, I would not describe it as like a juice. I would, like a, you know, juicing juice. I would fully yeah. describe it as like sweet fruit juice. I love it. It looks delicious. And I love a pina well, colada. Hopefully, one day you can try it. Yeah. I'll see if they can mail me some to New York when they sponsor us. <laughs> yes, when Alvarado Street Brewery sponsors us, hopefully we can be drinking Alvarado Street Brewery drinks <laughs> as we record. I'm not going to stop saying their name now because if they want me to say it again, money. <laughs> it's it's fine. We don't need money, but we'll take drinks. Hell yeah! Yes. Uh, what did we read? We read Mexican Gothic, a New York Times bestseller by Sylvia Moreno Garcia. Mm-hmm. And uh, what was it about? Uh, so I looked up how it was described online, and it's described as a gothic horror, which mm-hmm. makes I sense. Agree. But I was like trying to figure out exactly what realm it was in. So, yeah, it's a gothic horror novel. Um, that takes place in Mexico in the 50s. And it essentially is about this young socialite from Mexico City named Noemi, who mm-hmm. is sent to check in on her cousin, uh, Catalina, mm-hmm. right? Uh, in this like small, kind of distant village in Mexico. Her father sends her there after getting some distressing messages, notes delivered from her cousin, essentially um, saying that there's some bad stuff happening there. Her her husband, her new husband is trying to murder her or... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's a creep and she doesn't know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And so... So uh, the uncle... Noemi's father sends his young daughter down there to go check in on her. Oh, right. 
which doesn't quite make sense to me, but yeah, let's do that. <laughs> um, and so she well, goes... Well, it was like, she's prone to depression. She's, she's had right. sadness you know, before. <laughs> it's a lady in the 50s. She has some hysterics, so <laughs> we're just going to send another lady down to make sure that she's telling the truth and that yeah. she's not just having a fit of sadness. Um, <laughs> and so she goes down there. She is staying with her cousin and the cousin's new married into family. And it's mm-hmm. called High House, where they live. Mm-hmm. And essentially she starts learning about, there's all these things happening. Uh, she sees that something is wrong with her cousin outside of what they say, which is tuberculosis. Uh, yeah. Noemi starts having weird things happen to her, weird dreams, uh, sleepwalking again. And it's essentially the story of her figuring out what's going on. Yes. Without giving yes. away all the things. <laughs> yes. Which I will give away later, but. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. It's like very, I think, classic gothic theme and like structure of like young women in an unfamiliar, like dark and damp home with standoffish hosts who she doesn't know or trust like right very like very strict rules and yeah 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 a lot of that stuff that you would expect to read in like in in a gothic yeah um this has been on my mind since the minute i opened the book and i wanted to see if you've got the same thing but it yeah. reminded me so much of the yellow wallpaper. Did you read that? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. So, I yeah. I definitely felt yellow wallpapers, some, like, Jane Eyre, some yeah. Turn of the Screw, like, yeah. a lot of the classics. It was, like, as soon as they got that letter, it was, yeah. like, we hadn't even gotten to the part about there being weird things with the wallpaper yet. In the wallpaper, the actual <laughs> wallpaper, yes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it reminds me of yellow wallpaper. Exactly. And then when we got there, yes. I was like, oh my god, yeah. Yes. Uh, I would say that that's kind of one of the only things that made me not, like, absolutely love the book. It was I feel like I could guess every step of the way what was going to be Ooh. happening. Okay, okay. Like, because I, of the wallpaper? Partially, and then okay. just it was like my same, not to compare this lovely woman with Steinbeck, but uh, <laughs> it's overly like descriptive almost. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. so she's in a dark, damp house in the top of the hill where there's fog, it's gonna be mold. Okay, and yeah. then there's gonna be mushrooms. Like, and then as soon as they were like, oh, here's these mushrooms, I was like, okay, well, we know that mushrooms have weird effects on people, so yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the it very like, end, I think, was, like, a little bit more shocking. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, the whole time I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Got it. Cool. It's, Great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I I did, it was still very fun to read, you know? Yeah. It was still, yeah. like, a page turner and... Totally. I agree. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I feel like the... The actual mechanics of moving the plot forward, like you said, is like, okay, yeah. I, I don't think I was, like, overly shocked at any point. Mm-hmm. Um, disturbed, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's very disturbing, yeah. like, scenes yeah. and themes and shit going down. Like, at points I was like, oh, this is fucking creepy. Yeah. This is not right. But, um, I mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you that I wasn't like, oh, 
I could have never imagined. I was kind of like, <laughs> okay. Like, by the time we had reveals, I had, I don't know if I, at the same point as you, like, so early on was like, oh, yeah, it's going to be mold mushroom, that kind of stuff. But yeah. by the time we actually got to the reveal, I was like, yes. Yes. Yeah. I've already, I'm already, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already, that yes. That makes sense. Yeah, totally. <laughs> no, I think the same thing. I mean, when I was like, okay, yeah, it's going to be mold, it tastes me mushrooms. That makes me sound way more confident in my thinking than I was, but <laughs> I wasn't like page one you being like... You should have written it down so you could be like, page 26, I yeah. wrote my prediction, here it yeah. is, and I was correct. <laughs> I should have, except it was the last book I got on my iPad, so no ability <laughs> oh. to do that. Uh, but yeah, so I was not like page two being like, I know exactly what's going to happen, but it yeah. was... Definitely in my mind, I was like, okay, this could be an option. This could be a possibility. And when we got there, it was like, yeah. yeah. Yes, great. yes. Yeah, there was some yeah. dark th- things happening in that book. Some stuff I yeah. did not expect, like the stuff with Virgil, like coming up to her in the bathtub, like yeah. forcing Oof. himself on her. That was shocking yeah. and not... Yeah expected yeah. at all that was very dark and then there was also just like visually very disturbing things too like totally uh what's his name the oh what was his name the like dad the grandpa oh. or whatever howard 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 okay yeah there was howard. a lot of names i yeah. will say that that was one part where i was like okay wait who are you who's doyle okay wait who's ruth okay um but yeah. howard like when we figure out his whole situation, and they take yeah. her to the room, and they talk about his oh my body. God. That scene like, was just oh, okay, <laughs> fully disgusting. Yes. I definitely was reading that one. Like, okay, I'm getting it, getting it. Okay, turn the page. We're just gonna <laughs> read this quickly. We're not gonna sit. I'm here not gonna and... linger. <laughs> yeah. here. We're not gonna dwell on what every word says. We're just gonna get oh, the point. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. That was, that was gross. Disgusting. I'm, like, reading that in bed, like, wait, what did I just read? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I was disgusted at the point where they said she walked in and he was naked in bed. I already was like, oh, gross. At that point, I was like, no, 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 no. And then it just, it just got better. (laughs) It just got way better. (laughs) It's like, no, I have been having loopy dreams. Because, because, I think of because this? of this book, oh, yeah, it's yeah. just been terrible. Disturbing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Not quite <laughs> as graphic as, obviously, the dreams that happen in here, but just putting weird thoughts into my mind. Waking yeah. up and like, okay, I'm glad that's a dream. I'm glad that was not Oh, God. My yeah. Body. I read this a while ago, to be mm-hmm. honest, and so, <laughs> I know I joked and said I would read it over again, but I did not, I'll be honest. <laughs> but... When I was reading it, I was definitely, I had, I had feelings of like, like I said, turn of the screw, mm-hmm. like you said, yellow wallpaper, big time. Mm-hmm. Also, Haunting of Hill House, which we've discussed yeah. on this podcast, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. But I will say, remember when I told you, <laughs> so we kind of did the same thing, where I read Haunting of Hill House, and then you decided to also read it for the podcast, and then we did right. the same thing with this one. Yeah. I read this, and then you're like, oh, I'll read it too, and we'll do it for the podcast. And when I had originally told you for Hill House, like, that I was freaked out, 
And you were like, (laughs) when you first started reading it, you were like, whatever, Ashley. But then you got to the freaky parts and you were like, oh my god, no, it's actually scary. Yeah. (laughs) So for this book, I never got to the point where I was personally afraid like I did with that book. For this one, I was disturbed, personally disturbed, Yeah. page turny, like, oh, that's gross. But I did not get to a point where I like had to close the book for fear of giving myself like a terrible nightmare. So it's interesting to me to hear that you're having like, maybe not nightmares, (laughs) but like disturbing dreams. Yeah. (laughs) I would say, well, I guess it's not disturbing. I'm not seeing like black body fluids exposing and mushrooms and mold and bile (laughs) that's not in my dreams but it's just like weird people and weird character Mm. you know where it's like yeah I feel like that's probably from the book because she does meet a lot of characters along the way and has people come into her dreams it's more yeah that side where it's just like wait who why are you in my dream I don't know who you are yeah this is weird and like Kind of same idea, like weird doctors and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. That was actually a couple nights ago. There's a lot of weird doctors in my dream Ooh, being like, yeah. well now, because you got the this and you have the this thing. It's like, wait, what? How did one <laughs> no. thing, you know, just like things that don't add up together or whatever, yeah. but it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Just well, it's stuff. interesting because this book, I think it tackles a lot thematically. Like there's a lot of like distrust of of the the kind of dichotomy between like quote unquote the the medical world and then mm-hmm. like the sort of like healer world you know mm-hmm. this whole like oh this is medicine and that's just like folk healing that's bullshit that right. kind of dichotomy and then of course like big time like distrust of of women like right. in terms of like their mental health their autonomy like their understanding of the world around them I mean, definitely big, big themes of, like, some serious disturbing racism. Um, right. Like, oh my big, God, yeah. big, big, yeah. <laughs> so, it's like, a lot was tackled in this book. Like, a yeah. lot. I know. As you're listing it out, I'm like, oh, wow, yeah, that was <laughs> quite a few topics that were covered. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. All the stuff about, like, eugenics in the beginning. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was a lot. And... Yeah, there's a definite huge mistrust of women, like, when the family doctor comes and uh, Noemi's trying to, like, ask the doctor questions, and he keeps being like, okay, I must go, and she's like, you haven't even let me ask two questions yet, and they just try to, like, blow her off the whole time. Yeah, so I feel like you, you then realize they're blowing her off because it's way deeper than... Yeah. What she even can think is happening you know yeah but still there's a lot of mistrust of women um yeah and a lot of just like I don't know if like slut shaming is the right word but they think of Noemi as like this wild Mexico City woman who is a lot freer with her self and her behaviors you know and that they can kind of take advantage of that um yes yeah a lot of it's gross (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, and it's interesting because after I read this, I read, um, for the first time, actually, Isabel Allende's um, In the House of the Spirits. Have you read that? Yeah, I haven't. I saw that you read that, though, and I was like, oh, I kind of want to read that, too. Well, it was kind of interesting to read it afterwards because in a similar fashion, like, 
there's like the male character who like takes over this land builds a giant mansion and then Mm -hmm. has the workers who are working on his land and so like in terms of just kind of like the structure of like the social classes I think it it just it was reminiscent to me um and so it was really interesting if you read that one we should maybe like discuss like comparisons or whatever but I yeah. mean because it's, it's not super na- well it is supernatural actually too but in a different way there's okay. like a mystery <laughs> yeah um but it was just interesting to look at like how explicitly this book in- included so much talk about race because mm-hmm. a lot of like what happened with their family with the Doyles right is that mm-hmm. they like, purposefully were using the locals and, mm-hmm. and, you know, purposefully destroying their health all for mm-hmm. the purpose of continuing to grow this magical power mushroom situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. the whole thing about, like, oh, Noemi, you're so, like, dark. It was, like, right. you know... You, your your cousin is so white. She's so fair. She's the European <laughs> side, and you're the indigenous. It was just like very, yeah. very explicitly about race and class, which and color, with yeah. colorism, which was um, it was interesting to me to kind of then compare in 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 the House of the Spirits. There's a lot about class, um, mm-hmm. but not as much about specifically like race and color. Right. Okay. Yeah. As you described, I'm like maybe I did read it. It. I think it's in my want to reads as one of those books where I'm like, I don't remember if I read that mm-hmm. like in college or something. Um, I will say some of those topics that are discussed in this book, mm-hmm. I feel like almost there was so much brought up that it was mm-hmm. hard to keep it going throughout the book. Like I almost, yeah. like, yes, they do all that talking about how she's the darker side and yeah. how her cousin is the more European looking almost and how keeping race is pure and all this stuff. Yeah, and, gross. Yeah. But then why do they also think that she's better suited for the family? That I'm confused. Noemi? Uh, Noemi. That I'm confused cool. about why they think she'll be a better addition for a wife and for a mother than her cousin if they want to keep... Like, bloodlines and races more yes. pure. What I got from it was that he was reaching the point where he was, like, you, like in moving forward into, like, the future, mm-hmm. bringing in your side, you're, like, I mean, it, it plays a lot into, like, stereotypes of, like, you're fiery, you're spicy, you're mm-hmm. strong-willed, you're stronger, that yeah. was kind of what I got. That they were like, oh, we need to... Str-. Like, our bloodline is dying. Like, out. We... I see. Like, we're languishing here in the mountains. And, like, it's not working. That was kind right. of what I read as Okay. It. But... Uh, yeah, that I don't have, sense. like, a, an actual... I wish I had, like... Take, I didn't take any notes, but... Yeah. I'm not sure. I didn't either. Yeah. But... Yeah, yeah. okay. That, that does make sense, though. Because I do kind of... I remember them talking about, like, how he was like, oh, you seem better suited, you're better suited. But I guess, yeah, that kind of makes sense what you're saying, that that was why. That's what I got from it, at least. Yeah. Afterwards, I was like, wait, did we ever figure that out? Also, like, we just never hear from her dad? Like, that seems weird. 
Yeah, he sent her up there and was just like, okay, like, cool, cool. Yeah. I mean, I guess there was a point where they sent a fake letter, right? At the very end. Yeah. And yeah. I think she sends one letter in the beginning. Yeah. Um, Which is like, I'm just figuring things out. I'll keep you updated. Kind of a thing. Yeah. So it's just like, I mean, he obviously cares enough to be worried about his niece. Yeah. And wanting to send someone in to check in on her. Doesn't trust the husband. He obviously has enough thoughts Sorry, behind yeah. him that wants to be a part of this but then you send your daughter down and you just don't follow up ever again like that right. seemed that seemed really weird to me yeah thanks but no thanks dad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like you know I just went kind of with understanding like okay this family clearly controls everything maybe the assumption is that even if he does reach out like they won't pass mm-hmm. that along to her but yeah I feel like that was me making a very large assumption, you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah. There's no clues to that, really, in the book. I just was like, well, yeah. I'm just going to tell myself that that's what's happening because yeah. this doesn't really make sense. I feel like there there should have been, like, or there could have been, like, some kind of a, a plot line, a storyline of, like, why he had to be like I feel like that was an un unclosed loop like there's yeah that was that was something that maybe could have been more succinctly like clarified for us so that we didn't even have those yeah. questions because it could have been as simple as like they're consistently sending fake letters like that it could be just like, exactly as as yeah that. yeah or it could have been another five page chapter at the end of when he goes to pick them up yeah because he's supposed to be coming like the next day yeah at the end of the book and so it could have been an easy conversation like I'd been trying to come down to you and they kept turning me away or yeah I had been writing to you and no one was returning your letter you know whatever that could have been something yeah yeah and I will say that the whole like mythology of the of the mushroom and the priests and finding it hundreds of years ago and bringing it over was like fascinating but I feel like it came at us really fast yeah and it was just all like spilling out like the backstory and it was like it, it almost felt like you know when you get a, a story that has way too much exposition at the beginning and you're like it mm-hmm. feels like an info dump that kind of felt like a, an info dump that was just happening right there and it was just like here's all the story and it was kind of like oh 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 okay like yeah it just I know that there had been hints here and there but the like fullness of the entire backstory felt very sudden to me I agree fully it was definitely um it definitely it was not slow the whole beginning middle that part was not slow but if they were going to continue that pace the book could have been like 200 Mm. pages longer true Um, that's a very good point yes everything definitely like the whole speed of the book absolutely changed um with the info coming out and I, I almost had to read, like, it took me longer to finish the last, what, like, 50 pages of the book yeah. than it did for me to read probably the first 250 book pages or whatever, because yeah. it was like, okay, wait, so, then trying to remember back, like, okay, so then when they went to the um, cemetery, like, what happened, they were finding what yes. there, and then she was getting lost. Yes. I also, there was, <laughs> this is, again, just silly in my mind but (laughs) the first time she gets lost in the cemetery in the fog and can't find her way out uh 
Francis is like, right? That's his name? Yes. Okay. Um, Francis was like, oh, if you just look at the ground, there's little clues or there's signs of how to get out of here. But then at the end, when they're running through everything, trying to escape, she's like, does anyone know how to get to the gates? And it's like, <laughs> he just told you that if you follow the ground, like there's signs to get out. Like, I was like, why would you bring that up in the earlier part if you're not going to use not that? Have it, yeah, that's like yeah. a perfect point for her to be like, I remember when Francis yeah. said, look at the ground. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like. Look at the ground. Like, I know it's a stressful time right now, but, like, you have that in your head. Yeah. Like, why have him have that moment of explaining it if it's not going to come around? And, like, complete that moment. I really don't like talking bad about books. Like, I don't... No, I know. I don't know why. Not, like, I'm going to hurt this person's feelings. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I loved the book. But, yeah, little things like that. I was just like... Yes. Come on, it's right there. Yes, yes, <laughs> Look yes. to the ground. <laughs> I, I mean, know. I agree with you. I feel like, I don't want to, like, shit on the story by any means. Like, I really yeah. enjoyed the book, and I don't want to yeah. give the impression that I didn't. But, like, yeah. sometimes when you just notice those things, it's almost like, I don't know, it's just more like noticing the craft of it, you know? Right, totally. Yeah. Have you read any of her other stuff before? No, actually, though, I saw, I was at Target, which, I don't, Mm. (laughs) embarrassing, Um, (laughs) the Target book section, (laughs) (laughs) but um, I was at Target for other things, and so I went to the book section, and I saw the one Jade and Shadow, Mm. yeah, wait, Gods of of Jade and Shadow, Mm -hmm. I think that was there, and I almost got it, actually, because I really did enjoy her writing and I enjoyed as like like you talked about like the pace was a little bit unmatched but for even even though it started more slowly and then like really really sped up it still was throughout the whole book like very much a page turner like I was still totally totally it was very very readable so yeah I would no I would read her other stuff for sure yeah me too it popped up because like I said I had this one on my iPad um Mm -hmm. so it popped up afterwards suggested to buy that same one that you had just met the gods of um what was it gods of jade and shadow shadow yeah okay um but then i bought a minty kaling book instead Ooh, nice (laughs) (laughs) but uh (laughs) yeah so i was like okay well maybe i'll read another one of hers yeah soon yeah for sure i decided that i'm gonna do it where i buy like a book on my ipad and then i have a real one because at night the way my bed is set up i don't have a light near it oh yeah, yeah yeah. so I can't really read in bed um, yeah so that way I can have like something on my iPad I can read in bed like and that. then but then also when I'm like walking around New York and gonna go sit at a park I don't want to like read on my iPad I'd rather mm-hmm. read like a on a book yeah yeah I'd always rather read a real book but you know the ones that I have on my iPad like then I'm bummed that I can't have it on my bookshelf <laughs> so it's like I mean no offense to Mindy Kaling I love her but her (laughs) books are like just fun like goofy books to read you know it will probably not be one that I want to pull out again and like yeah be like what happened here (laughs) um and probably not one that I like want to take notes in or like yeah put a post-it note in you know (laughs) so like that's why I didn't end up buying it's a whole 
long way to say. That's why I did not buy that book on my iPad. I bought that was a good story. I'm a really good storyteller, and I have a lot of human interaction where I can tell these stories to people. So I have a lot of practice. You're really good. You're really good. Thank you. Thank you. I've I've often been told I'm a very bad storyteller. (laughs) Which is great for being a creative writing. (laughs) Well, none of us have had, like, very good... Not none of us. Not none of us in the whole world. But a lot of us have not had a lot of practice with those general social interactions this year. Yeah. It's tough. What can you do? Yeah, I would say that is not my strong suit right now. I am yeah. very, very awkward. <laughs> Me too. I feel like I just am babbling. Because I don't know what else to do. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I think I told you way too much. Okay. <laughs> I've had an interesting situation where, like, there are some coworkers that I've been, like, consistently doing happy hour with um like over the course of this whole pandemic but like virtual happy hour yeah but like I didn't like super duper know them before like I went to happy hour physical happy hour with them literally on March 13th 2020 like the last day of school that I went to last year I went with them to a happy hour and it was like a very much like things are weird, like, let's yeah. do a happy hour, which afterwards I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I went to a happy hour on that day, like, I'm the Oh, worst. I know. <laughs> but, so I didn't, like, know them that well. Oh no, maybe I went to, like, maybe that was, like, the second happy hour I went to, but either way. Yeah. Like, colleagues that I didn't know super duper well, but over the course of this year, I've got to know a lot more, but in the virtual space. And so yeah. now, when I see them in real life, it feels a little bit like, oh, I, we're friends, but, like, yeah. we're, like, we're friends virtually? No, we're friends in real life. It was just, yeah. it was kind of weird when I saw, like, one of those coworkers. I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, a, I'm not used to this. You know, I'm used yeah. to, like, seeing you on a screen versus, yeah. like, my coworkers and friends who I was already, like, comfortable with in person right. for all this. I will say this. Um, welcome to online dating. <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, yeah. That's what it's like pre-COVID. That's just like the awkwardness (laughs) of online dating. You're talking with someone online for, you know, a day, three weeks, two months, and then you meet up with them, and you're like, I awkwardly know your life story already, but hello, my name is Olivia. What's up? That's so right. I've never experienced that. I know. Maid. You're gonna say, "Cause I'm an old man." It's like, oh, I'm an old man. I did not know this about you. Okay. Cool. Good to know. Oh my yeah. god, that's so funny. I I know you're unaware of the online dating the world, but that's exactly how it feels, regardless. That's so funny. Yeah. Well, it feels weird. I feel yeah. your pain. Yeah. It's definitely odd. <laughs> that was one of the reasons I'm very glad I didn't end up having to get a roommate out here. So yeah. Like, I'm just gonna, like, I was just messaging strangers on Facebook being like, I see you have a room available. Can my cat and I move in? Like, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully you're not a murderer. I listen to yeah. too many crime podcasts. Okay. 
Yeah, because so. it's like, that's already awkward enough, but on top of it, there is a deadly virus. You know? I know, I know. Oh my god, I was not <laughs> looking forward to that part oh at all. Like, yeah. We're Thankfully you've got a really good situation though. Yeah, minus the cockroach. Oh yeah, you do have a roommate. <laughs> I do have a roommate. But burrito ate its wings off, so... Does that mean burrito likes it or burrito like is that a sign of like you're my best friend or is that a sign of I hate you? I think burrito is too afraid to actually kill insects. Like he's played mm. with like flies and stuff before. Yeah. But I think he tries to play with them. And then he'll like mm-hmm. pick it up like it's his friend or something and he's picking yes. up by the scruff, but then he just like eats their wings and legs off yeah. and then they're just like Thanks, mister. You might as well kill me now because living in a That's world of pain. What, like, extraterrestrials would do with us. Yeah, just like, <laughs> like boop, 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 boop. let's play. Whoops, I pulled off your head. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I think you're right. <laughs> Burrito's staring at me through my mirror from his bed, like, why are you talking about me like that? He's like, you know Mom, I, I did not you. give you permission to tell yeah. me. <laughs> you better have her cut that out of the podcast, Mom. <laughs> oh, my God. Half a White Claw. Doing good. Ooh, I made it to basically the end of my heart smoothie, but there's, like, foam at the bottom, like coconut. Oh. You know, like, pina colada foam? Oh, yeah, totally. Which sounds gross, but it's good, I promise. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I always think, like, oh, I don't mind White Claws. And then I get through, like, half of one. I'm like, I don't want this anymore. Does it have real sugar in it? Or does it have fake yeah. sugar? It does have real sugar. Okay. Cane sugar. So that's good. Yeah. But it for some reason, it has a fake sugar taste. That's weird. Yeah. And then the new 70-calorie White Claw is fake sugar. Oh, And half the alcohol content. That's why it's... Oh. Like, way less calories. These are already Hello. 5%. I want the alcohol, na- <laughs> and I'll take the calories. Like, yeah. I want the alcohol. Also, these are only 100 calories, so you're only lo- losing 30 calories to be half the alcohol and fake sugar? No, thank Wait, you. Wait, so it's 3.5%? Yeah. That's so silly. Like, that's nothing. What does that accomplish? I have no idea. Because, like, I have a very low tolerance, and even for me, that would be, like, nothing, I think. Yeah. No, it's silly. I, I mean, just drink, like, a wine spritzer or something. Right? You know? Exactly. Just drink, like, a kombucha. You'll probably get more of a buzz. Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great point. Yeah. Not even the remember- spiked kombucha. Yeah, I was going to say, do you remember that weird moment in time of kombucha where first kombuchas all came out, and then there was that panic where it was like, they have alcohol, and so you had to be 21 to buy all kombuchas, and then yeah. now they're at the point where they have, like, separated them until, like, well, this do one you has know, a little bit more. Do you know why they did that? Because of Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> she claimed that one of her DUIs was because she drank kombucha. Oh my god. And oh so they made it so that you had to be 21 to buy kombucha. Lindsay, I'm, girl, please. I'm like 97% positive that's that that's so the main reason why. So she threw the rest of us under the bus, basically. 
Yeah, I remember being like 16 <laughs> and having to ask my dad to go buy me kombuchas from the store. <laughs> or, oh I don't know, maybe God. I was 18 at that time, whatever. But being not 21, being like, Dad, can yeah. you buy me a kombucha? Oh my God, that's <laughs> funny. Oh my yeah. God. Wow, yeah. thanks, Really Lizzie. scandalous. Yeah. Rude. That's just rude. I know. Wait, do you remember when Palms used to come in that cool tall glass? Remember I yeah. used to have those at my house? Yeah. Those are cool. Oh, no. Aw. I'm yeah. sorry. Thank you. <laughs> okay. A moment. Pour one out for the palm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. So, speaking of things that are all gone, I've somehow <laughs> lost my only fork because um, I still don't have all my stuff here. And so I bought like. You know, one of those, like, kits that you can take to lunch or whatever. It has, like, a fork, yeah. a knife, a spoon, chopsticks, and a straw. Yes. I've lost the fork for about three weeks now. I can't find it. So I'm eating everything with chopsticks. <laughs> um, and I even, like, I finally got the courage to go down to, like, the Goodwill to see if they had, like, I just buy one fork because I have stuff coming <laughs> to me. Yeah. They have nothing. And what? so I they went into, like... Forks? No, they have like seven <laughs> clear glass vases and like a that's, coffee mug. It's that's like the saddest couple I've ever heard of. I know. And so then I went, there's a TJ Maxx under the bridge. And so I went, TJ Maxx, they don't have forks. <laughs> Wait, they have just... a thousand spatulas. <laughs> there's a TJ Maxx under the bridge. <laughs> it, is, it is under the bridge. <laughs> under the bridge. <laughs> under the bridge. <laughs> under the bridge downtown. And uh, they have no forks? What kind of a TV they, Max is this? I don't know. <laughs> they had one billion spatulas. I'm not even exaggerating. You should eat with no a forks. <laughs> I could. I could. I mean, literally, there's like two restaurants on either corner right outside my house, and I'm so tempted to just like snag some silverware off the table, but every time I walk by, there's, like, a server out there, and it's like, oh, come on. Oh, my God. That's, like, such a move I would have done at, like, 17. Like, why was I so interested in swiping shit for a while? Like, remember the hot sauce from I was going to say, I just remember you got me that hot sauce. I was like, oh, I love this stuff. And then later, you're like, ha, ha, ha. Like, You're why? Like, why was that bringing me such joy? <laughs> it was also funny because we were, like, still right outside the restaurant. <laughs> I was like, Ashley, put that back in your shirt. <laughs> yeah, very chill about it. <laughs> Has oh, it been man. seven years? Is the statute of limitations over? Can I, can I, I renounce so. the world now? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at least, right? Okay, wait. There was a lot of murder in that book. Yeah. I just still can't, like, get the image of, like, the bile kiss out of, like, that was so bad. So gross. Yep, that's gonna be in there forever. Yeah, exactly. Stuck in my brain. And all the incest. Mm, mm mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really disturbing. Oh, yeah, that's that's another big theme that came out. Yeah. I didn't mention that one earlier. <laughs> I mean, I that's I feel like that's sort of a common eugenic topic. Yeah, that comes hand in hand with like keeping yeah bloodlines pure. I mean, well, that's like the whole royal family thing, right? Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say so, Elizabeth and Philip cousins. Yeah. Oh, gross. Gross. <laughs> gross. gross. <laughs> Wait, I saw 
did you see this TikTok? Did we send this to each other? I'm sure. The <laughs> one about the girl who was with her her boyfriend and oh, got it. They did this. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and found out they were like first cousins or something. Oh, so bad. That's <laughs> literally one of my worst fears, not knowing a big part of my family. Oh no. That like there's going to be a mystery sibling out there or a mystery cousin that I don't know. You're like, I just feel this magnetism somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it's so bad. <laughs> Guess it's a good thing I'm in New York now. They're probably not out here. Yeah, they, <laughs> they might have had pretty the same much impulse. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I gotta get away from a mystery sibling. <laughs> I'm really scared about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be very. I mean, that couple and that TikTok—they broke up because of it. I mean, not because of it, because of it, but because of it. You would have to break up with them immediately. I don't think I'd be able to look at the person the same way afterwards. What if you didn't realize it until you were, like, married? Or what if you didn't realize it until you had a kid? (gasps) I think you'd realize it when you had a kid. Yeah, they had to do blood tests. And there's often a lot more, like... But they don't do ancestry. They don't, like, do 23andMe. No, but your kid is, like, more likely to develop serious, like, health problems and stuff, right? I don't think it's from like I think it's if there's been a lot of intermixing. Not to uh, not to like make an argument in favor of cousin marrying, but not to justify. <laughs> I don't think it's like the first I think it's like if the cousins then marry and then their kids cousin you know, uh, I think it's like a few like generations. Okay. But I don't know. I'm not an expert on this. That's that's <laughs> Nor am I. Why don't I ask my psychology professor on Tuesday? There you go. Yeah, you just be like, I have a really important question. You teach like, any questions anybody? Yes, actually. Yeah. yeah actually. I have some really pressing matters. <laughs> it's creepy on so many levels. I'm just like, yeah, oh. no. All no. bad. All bad. No. I was <sighs> close with my first cousin on my dad's side growing up, and I did yeah. used to say I was going to marry cousin Phil when I grew up. And my mom was like, nope. That's not how it works. <laughs> you are not. That's your cousin. <laughs> so That's hilarious. I would like to say I was like four. I didn't quite know what that all meant. <laughs> I just knew that people who were married loved each other and were friends. And I was like, you get to hang out all the time. Perfect. I love hanging Good out with my cousin. Why not? <laughs> So terrible. So terrible. That's so gross. I, like, love that this book has got us on this conversation. (laughs) Oh, my God. So gross. Yeah. There was so much in this book. They literally hit every, every topic. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This and book is not for, like, if you are faint of stomach. <laughs> yeah, not at all. Not at all. And, yeah, there's a lot of storyline to keep up with. True, true, true. Yes. They could be dealing with anything at any given point. Yeah. Racism, sexism, yes. incest, yes. mushrooms, <laughs> wallpaper, Not fog. yellow, though. Not yellow. Not wallpaper. yellow. 
But it did have a golden hue. True, true. That's true. I guess that is. When the mushrooms would move, yeah. Yeah, she had to have had (laughs) some inspiration from the yellow wallpaper, 100%. Like, I cannot imagine not having yellow wallpaper inspiration, so. Yeah. It's one of those things where I wonder if it was on purpose, though, or if it was, like, a subconscious reference. Yeah. Like, it came, it just was, like, in the psyche She was like, you know what? I have a great idea. Yeah. It's going to have to do with this wallpaper and this woman. (laughs) <laughs> and no one's gonna believe her and she's gonna have a fit of hysterics i got it <laughs> i wanted i did look up the yellow wallpaper again before we talked today because i was like okay wait now am i imagining all the similarities or like because i haven't read that since freshman year i think sophomore yeah, year of college like over a decade ago <laughs> yeah and so i like looked it up again and that was intense story (laughs) (laughs) yeah the moral of the story and she just like that's it was creepy for being written in the 1800s of this woman just like crawling around the room in a circle over her husband's body like yeah it's fucking so creepy (laughs) what's with these people's minds how do they do this (laughs) so wild yeah, I would like to, though, look up to see if there's any discussion that she has about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, like, she's That's talked about her, her references for the book or her, like, what she was thinking about while writing it. Well, if we find any links, we'll put them in the show notes. There you go. There you go. Any other last thoughts? Um, I feel like when we start rambling about incest, we should probably yeah. end the discussion yeah. about the book. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to cut some of that out. <laughs> yeah, I think that's wise. I think that's very smart. <laughs> but to wrap it up, it's an enjoyable tur- page turn. Turn pager. Yeah. <laughs> it's an enjoyable page turner for sure. Yeah. I would say this is the kind of book where you could totally like throw it in your bag if you're going on vacation and you will finish mm-hmm. it by the time you get back if people are, are people going on vacation if people are starting to go on vacation <laughs> yeah or for your train commute you train know commute, yep 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 not something that you have to deep deep pay attention to but you kind of do there's some yeah but it's a good train book and i would totally recommend this to somebody i'd pass it on yes to somebody who is looking for a a good quick read. I was gonna say a good light read. It's not light, like lighthearted. It's that's not just a light correct incest read, incest, <laughs> racism, sexism, classism, colorism, bile, <laughs> bile vomit. Yeah, light read about boil body snatching. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, but okay, Total so. Light read. It occurred to me that we read books and we never talk about ratings. Because I started listening to the Bechdel cast, which is like a oh. podcast about films. And at the end, they always like rate what they would rate it. And we don't do that. Do we want That's to? True. Do we not want to? Like, I mean, there is like, I know we have a, we don't, I think I speak for both of us when it's like, we don't want to like be rude to authors, especially living authors. Because like. Yeah. Especially like women authors right especially women authors especially like people of color yeah tbh if it was like all white men i'd be like yeah 
Definitely. Oh, yeah. I would rate it. No, no um, questions. Maybe, maybe I would rate this one yellow wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with that. This gets one yellow wallpaper. <laughs> Which is not low. No. The Yellow Wallpaper <laughs> yeah. is a great, great yeah. uh, short story. It's yeah. like a classic. <laughs> yeah. That's not a low rating. <laughs> I feel like that's not even a rating. I almost wanted to say like, I will raise you one Yellow Wallpaper. <laughs> it's a bet, actually. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Rating is hard. Rating is It's difficult. so hard. But yeah. I think out of five, I would give it three and a half because yeah. great page turner. Interesting. The story was interesting. There's a lot there. But then there's all the discrepancies that, like, we both brought yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel the that same. That if, if some of those things were brought back around or continued throughout, I would have given a higher... Yeah scoring i don't know well why don't we do this maybe if we have any listeners out there yes do you want us to rate books oh yeah yeah are you interested in hearing what we would rate it on a scale of one to five yellow wallpapers (laughs) (laughs) what do you want to know (laughs) wait if it's up to five yellow wallpapers i wouldn't rate this a one yellow wallpaper (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would rate it a three and a half yellow wallpapers if it was up to five yellow wallpapers, I would be very scared to read that book. <laughs> yeah, a five yellow wallpapers book would be fucking terrifying. Because <laughs> I feel like The Haunting of Hill House is like a maybe a three and a half, four yellow wallpapers in terms yeah. of scare factor. Yeah, I don't think my, I could, I don't think I have the mental capacity for a five yellow wallpaper. Um, <laughs> I love how the yellow wallpaper scale, scale has just become like the scare scale. <laughs> The freaky scale? (laughs) Like, disturbing scale? Maybe, ooh, that's making me feel like we should read some scary books soon. Maybe, I mean, it's a few months out already, but, like, November, October. Ooh, yeah. We can do some scary. uh, Yeah. I like it. December, we could do Christmas books. (laughs) (laughs) Are there Christmas and, like, Hanukkah books? Is that a thing? (laughs) Yeah, but... Are they worth reading? I don't know. <laughs> we could read Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Yes. We could we'll read. A... Wait, we need to create a Patreon and then just have us reading <laughs> Twas the Night Before Christmas. Yes. Patrons get access to our reading. <laughs> Every time I hear people say like, oh, and then on the Patreon we can do this. I wonder if people would sign up for our Patreon. Well, okay. Send us some messages. Do you want us to do a rating system? Would you sign up if we had a Patreon and did goofy, weird shit on it? <laughs> yeah. We could do... And if not, no worries, no stress. But do please get out there and review us, people. Like, we need some reviews. Please. Oh, yeah. Please. We do. We haven't we mentioned do. that in a long time, but our review game is a little sad. Uh, yeah. We do need reviews. Also, I feel like if anyone is listening to this, I feel like I know a lot of people who have said, yeah, I definitely want to jump on your podcast and be a guest in one of these books. Yeah. And then we put that out there. And then Nobody. none of y'all said, okay, this one. Yeah. So. We still have a few on that list. So, so woe is us. <laughs> <And> yeah. <laughs> put your money where your mouth is, drunkards. 
I know you're all drunk, but come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Drunk dial us. At least give us yeah. some, some juice. Juice? Goss? I don't know what I was saying. Give us the tea. Yeah. Next, we are re- reading Difficult Women. Yes, by, by Roxanne. Roxanne Gay. Yes. Yes. Which is our second Roxanne Gay book. We're fans. Um, we are fans. I'm also a fan of her friendship with Seth Rogen. And Samantha Irby, right? Aren't they friends? Am I mixing people up? Are they? I don't know. I think they are. I love it. I love that Seth Rogen is friends with lots of cool people. It makes him even cooler. But yeah, so we're reading Difficult Women. Yep. And then after that, we're reading Shrill by Lindy West. Yep. So if you want to be on the podcast. Yeah. If you have book suggestions, if you want to join us for a conversation, if you want to rate us on your whatever you listen to us on, if mm-hmm. you want to have us do ratings, let us know. If mm-hmm. you would subscribe and become a patron, if we did goopy shit mm-hmm. for patrons, would you join? You, we have a lot of asks this. this yeah. This episode, and we could add all of our ramblings that we do onto the Patreon. Um, we yeah. could read. There's a Christmas lot cut. Stories. Y'all should know. Yeah, <laughs> these conversations are usually about three hours long and get cut down to like 45 to an hour. Yeah, I try to keep it so. between like 40 and 60. <laughs> yeah, so there's lots of options. Mm-hmm. We could just tell you how beautiful you are on our Ooh, Patreon. Ooh, and you could uh, win you used books. Yeah, totally. You could win used we books. we have shelves that can... At least I have shelves that could do with some, <laughs> some clearing. So you can win books. <laughs> you win books. Okay. Yeah, we're we're so, creating this as we speak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of these. <laughs> so run through this rambling yeah. that we just yeah. did, mm-hmm. and let us know if you want any of that by mm-hmm. emailing us at jump to the book at gmail, going to our Instagram mm-hmm. at jump to the book, mm-hmm. Twitter at jump to the book. Mm-hmm. Jarnofthebook.com. Yep. And we're both on Goodreads. Yeah. Oh, and I started putting... Well, started. Last episode, I put onto YouTube. Like, oh, I what? literally <laughs> just, like, put the the sounds on YouTube. Because apparently people listen to podcasts on YouTube. I don't know what that is, but... Check oh, out I didn't YouTube. know that. Okay, cool. <laughs> Perfect. And on YouTube. Yeah. Cool. If you're out on the book... <laughs> And you want to get a book. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and if you're an audio person, (laughs) help us record our song. (laughs) Oh my god. Where you book, we will book. Any book (laughs) that you book. Oh man, I feel like we should make a video of us singing it with our dance moves and put that on YouTube. Oh hell yeah. Patrons? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Hit us up, friends. Let's Let's get get reading. reading. All you have to do is find out how to type in drunk of a book. And you'll find us where you lead. (laughs) We will be there anywhere <laughs> that you, you want, want us to. <laughs> <laughs>